forever. Dog. She was trapped in a house of sinister secrets. This week on the podcast, Ricky Tinkersley Q6, The Drifter. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are discussing The Drifter by Richie Tankersley Cusick. It- yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to read the back of the book? Yeah. Let's <laughs> just get to it. <laughs> Let me pull it up on Goodreads here. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Horror Hotel. Glanton House was Carolyn Baxter's new home. The haunted island retreat her widowed mother was determined to transform into an inn. As if in answer to her prayer, tall, raven-haired Joss Whitcomb appeared at their door and offered to be the handyman in return for room and board. But Carolyn was wary. Joss was dark, compelling, and dangerous. He was still a stranger, even after he saved her mother from a near-fatal accident. (laughs) And now they were alone in the eerie house he seemed to know so well. He knew the legend of the jealous sea captain, doomed to kill again and again. But did he hear the ghostly whispers echoing through the halls at night? Did he know the unseen eyes that followed her every move? Who was Jaws? Why was he here? How could she trust this devastating drifter when she feared? How could she trust? How could she trust this devastating drifter when she feared for her life? So, was Uh this what you thought it was going to (laughs) be? No, I thought it was going to be way sexier and way more fun. (laughs) Yeah, same. That's what I was getting at. And I also didn't expect... um, that I mean, I'm just gonna give it away now. That mm-hmm. like literally everyone is involved. <laughs> that was surprising. <laughs> I was that like, was surprising. Oh. I was like, oh, this person's also here. Oh, oh, this person too. Oh, they're all okay. So everyone she knows, all the people, a- all the people. It's kind of it- like bad moonlight in that respect. Yes, where it's like, oh, just no one didn't have. Like, no one no, didn't have a part. <laughs> no one was not involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, okay. So, uh, what the fuck is this main character's name? Uh, Carolyn. Carolyn. So, Carolyn and her mom move into this. Okay, first of all, and, and this is the other thing, right? If someone were to explain this plot to me, I would be like, ooh, spooky sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, Carolyn and her mom inherit this, like, spooky Victorian house uh, on the uh, on the east coast like in a in a little island sleepy island village and uh it's on the end of the island where like nobody goes and it, there's like a history of like ghosts and like murder in the house and it's from her great aunt and her and her mama trying to fix it up and there's this like spooky lady that lives there Nora who's like the housekeeper and I was uh, so over Nora okay Nora was like <laughs> <laughs> so okay, first of all Nora okay I need to I'm gonna read to you just how Nora speaks okay mm-hmm. so Nora decides to like tell the story 
of the sea captain and his wife and her lover, a drifter. Also, was it just me or did that story change like every time? Yes, because told? yes, yes, because at first it was just like, oh, his hand got cut off. The drifter killed him. And then the drifter and the woman disappeared. And then it was like he had a, a hook and he killed everybody. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and which who's is everybody? It? Yeah, and who's everybody? It, it kept saying, it said that a few times where it's like, and then he got back and he killed everyone. And I was like, there were two people. That is not an everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. then I'm like, are there other people we didn't know about? Yeah, I was like, was there like a dinner party yeah. happening? Okay. So I'm going to read I'm going to read the story as she's and it's just this little part, but it was so she's like, so first of all, Nora is like very mean to her and her, to Carolyn and her mom. Nora's the like, like housekeeper. Want to stay, Nora, because it's sort of like your plan hinges on you staying. Yes, because and, as we find yet, out later, you are involved. You are not behaving that way. No, like she's being she's acting very it's like so I'm trying weird. to scare you away. So so she's really mean to them and she's like just being such a bitch and and the mom is like actually I did like that the I liked the mom but she's I liked the mom up until the drifter shows up up until okay. Josh shows up and when, I was like look I understand that you want to fuck this young man yeah she does want to like, fuck this young man could you like talk to your daughter for 2 seconds yes yes I exactly okay so so she goes so I liked the mom when she was like standing up to Nora. And then the second that Joss showed up, I was like, mom's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and she does, like, in fact, go. Calm down. So, okay. So Nora's just being really, really, really bitchy. And then the mom says, okay, I'd like you to stay if you think you can stand to be a little more pleasant. And then Nora just like stands there and she's like, I'll think about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did laugh like, at that. Maybe. Okay. But then she's like. Okay, fine. I'll be nicer to you by telling you this like spooky story about what the history of the house is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is at the part where the captain goes away on some kind of ship trip and then he comes (laughs) he comes back (laughs) and he finds or no, he comes back and there's this huge storm and he is like hanging on to like a piece of driftwood or something. And then the lover of the wife, also named Carolyn, goes out and is going to interact with the captain. So the lover saved him? Carolyn asked breathlessly. Nora's dark eyes flashed. (laughs) It was a knife he took and chopped off the captain's hand. And then he stood watching and smiling as the captain sank helplessly oh, back into Irish, the sea. Huh? That okay? Because this is <laughs> listen. This is ha- but listen. This is why. Okay. Okay. So then Carolyn says, "Oh my God! They never found the captain's body, though they searched for many a day." I was I was like, "Who is who is Nora?" Many and then it keeps a going. Day. Yeah, none survived, and they lie there still at the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. Everyone. I was like. Are we on Pirates of the Caribbean Excuse right me, now? I've got the gift of the Blarney stone. <laughs> it's very, like, <laughs> best believe in, in, in ghost stories. <laughs> Miss Turner. Ah, but dead men do tell tales. You're Just in one. Davy Joe. 
and then he <laughs> fell into Davy Jones' locker. And Carolyn's like, oh my God, what a romantic story. And I was <laughs> like, like, what? Okay, were you like... It everybody sucked in that version. Yeah. Like, what was you, this version? Exa- were you fucked up by Carolyn's like response of thinking that it's the most romantic story? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is Carolyn talking about? She's like, aw, the lover cut off the captain's hand for her. <laughs> and then she's like, aw, the captain still loved her. And then the captain came her. back to fucking murder her. Aw, <laughs> with his hook. Aw. And she, she waited for him and like regretted fucking the mother guy. Aw. <laughs> oh, um, that's so cute. Oh, love is real. <laughs> love wins. Love has won. Love has won. <laughs> Um, okay, and then, okay, so Carolyn is like, wow, I love this story, and then, um, so then she meets, her mom's like, I have to go into town to, like, do some bullshit, and, <laughs> and then this- Excuse g- me, I've got a bullshit appointment at noon, <laughs> and I am running late. And then, um, this guy just, like, comes into the house, this young man, and- He's like carrying groceries and he's like, hey, um, I'm here to like drop off all these groceries, but also to like tell you about all the different ghost stories of the island. <laughs> like, I was, I will say, very happy that Andy was involved because otherwise I was like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> what is this guy's problem? <laughs> Why is he there with all this clam chowder? Yeah. And like. That he was, that he was like, okay. First of all, everyone is re- like they they tell Carolyn that she's crazy constantly. She is constantly being gaslighted, and like truly, they yeah, are they are they gaslighting are, her, like, scheming and gaslighting her because they are creating her the things that she's yes. supposedly like hallucinating, like and really being- traditional sense of the word gaslighting i mean even i mean we were in a victorian mansion i mean come mm-hmm. on there were lights even oh Go- like that's true. Ghost, ghost lights, lights. down on the beach is that a thing i don't know Maybe. i don't know let's look it up ghost lights at the beach um i also okay this is another time i didn't like the mom mm-hmm. uh atmospheric ghost lights oh wait maybe that's just a shopping <laughs> Is that oh, for sale on Amazon? A- no, no, atmospheric no, no, no. ghost lights? Atmospheric ghost lights are lights or fires that appear in the atmosphere without an obvious cause. Examples include the Onibi, Hitodama, and Will of the Wisp. They're often seen in humid climates. Mm. Okay. Well, there you go. Also, is it a thing that sailors call their own name? Because that seems counterproductive. I did not understand. If, like, if, if I heard yes. Matthew, I'd be like, well, I'm not Matthew, so they must not be talking to me. Exactly. No, no, no. I was thinking that too. I was like, A, not scary because, okay, maybe sailor ghosts call their own name. I'm looking it up. Uh, okay, sailor superstition. Uh, <clears throat> no, <laughs> I I am not seeing. I am not no. seeing that. Um. Yeah, so it could maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't it isn't, but either way it seems like if these sailors do want help, they should not be calling their own names. They should be calling for somebody else. Like they should be saying like help. Cuz like which is going to get my attention more? Somebody going Matthew or somebody going Lindsay? Yeah. 
Or if they don't know my name, they could be like, girl. <laughs> or here's a thought, help. Yeah, help. Or hottie. Then I'd be like, <laughs> hey, Ooh. hottie with a body. Like, oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Oh, somebody's um, calling me. <laughs> I have to go. Somebody's calling me. I'm sorry, that ghost Definitely is calling me. Definitely me, not anyone else. <laughs> hottie with a body. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you excuse me a second? Oh, no. This is going to ba- make me late for my bullshit appointment. I um, I also okay. Did you have trouble understanding what the fuck was going on? Oh oh oh! I also turned on mom. I didn't like mom anymore when mm-hmm. she was sleepwalking around in the attic and like fell down the attic stairs. Yes, and, and she was her- like completely discounting <laughs> the possibility that this had actually happened. Because the fact okay. that both the mom and Andy were like, I know she's like, so I followed it up and there was a ghostly visage mm-hmm. covered in blood. And then I mm-hmm. fell down the stairs and both of them are like, um, did you or did you just move a lot of boxes? The fact <laughs> that the mom that the mom was like, oh, your your numerous bruises from falling down the stairs. Well, you know, you moved a lot about like the boxes thing being an explanation was criminal. Yes. On the mom's part. I was like, if the, if you do think it's from the boxes, then like you need to have a talk with her about how to move boxes because she should not be yeah. bruised. Like all over. Picking up some boxes. Like the bruises you would get from falling down attic stairs. Okay. This isn't just like a bruise on your hip. This is like. This isn't like, oh no, I ran into a doorknob yeah. or whatever. This, this is, is. She tumbled down, all some down stairs. the stairs and woke up in her bed. So that then I was like, what the fuck? Okay. What actually happened? What was that? Were they tricking her? Yeah. Oh. So it was like Joss or whoever. It was somebody like pretending yeah, to be him. Yeah, it was him. Joss or Andy or Nora or whoever pretending that there was a ghost. They like lured her up there. The whole so oh my god, Joss, Andy, and, and Nora, Nora are um, smugglers. A very normal uh, modern name for what they do. Also, I don't understand how these people even met. How I did this don't like no? How are they young and she's woman? old? Yes. <laughs> And they're, I'm sorry, they're gun runners to Canada. To Canada. They're running guns to Canada. Yeah, yeah. No. No, they're not. That's a lie. Yeah. And so they're they're in on this plot and like, they're like, oh, but there's treasure at this house. I know because of the like tales or whatever, even though I'm the one who's been elaborating on the tales because Matthew... <laughs> I wanted to say that the name of the house was um the name of that disease on the Americans glampers or something. Oh. Uh, <laughs> glampers is not the word. Glampers is like a person that likes to enjoy glamorous camping, I think. I think it what let is me it? see. Oh. Um I'm trying to Okay. What is the house? Glanders. 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 That's the disease on the Americans. Um, very good show. Watch the Americans. Really good so show. So really I was show. gonna say Glanders. <laughs> I was trying to think Glan. I was like Glanders house. That's not right. Anyway, Matthew Glanton. Glanton was not just a sea captain. He was a pirate mm-hmm. and had treasure. And his wife Carolyn, blah blah blah, took a lover. 
lover cut the captain's hand off. Captain came back and killed him with his hook. Mm -hmm. So their big plan was they successfully killed Carolyn's great, great aunt, Hazel, Hazel, who owned the house. And Hazel left it to Carolyn's mom and... And our three gun runners were like, fuck, now we also have to gaslight these new people. Yeah. And I was like, or you could just like keep looking in secret. Exactly. (laughs) Like, Like, do not have to drive them out. If they wanted the house, that's one thing. Yeah. But they don't. They want the cave. Also, this is a terrible plan. Why is their plan always to stage little like... murder mysteries okay truly it's a terrible plan the plan is exactly what you said it's like okay let's do some immersive theater and like pretend to be a ghost when truly they don't need to involve her kill anyone but then nora keeps killing everyone nora does keep killing everybody she kills her her sister molly who um is sadly an alcoholic and like not in her right mind and is like trying to tell Carolyn the truth of everything, but she's like very confused. She doesn't have a full grasp on reality. She thinks she saw Matthew, (laughs) almost said Glanders again, Matthew Glanton talking to Hazel one night. And she's like, oh, and I saw you talking to him too. He thought he could trick me by dyeing his hair, but I recognize him. He was blonde the last time I saw him, but now he has brown hair. And Carolyn's like, oh, I guess that's Joss, the drifter who came to work on the house. So what really happened was that it was... It was Andy. Andy. Uh, Okay. Andy is this... Andy, our gun runner, shows up and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm the errand boy for the grocery store. And I was like, this is a good cover. Yeah, it is. Joss being a drifter, bad cover. Do you want to know why, especially why it's a bad cover? I'm about to read to you what he looks like when he comes into the house. (laughs) Okay, it's thunder and lightning. It's the storm of the fucking century. Knock, knock, knock. He shows up. It's raining. He's fucking drenched. No baggage. And this is what I could not believe this. I could not believe that we were meant to believe that this character exists in this book. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So she's all freaked out in every sense was focused in sharply on the tall, dark haired stranger standing before her. I also could not get any read on like how old he was, like what he like. I was like early 20s, I guess. He's certainly old enough to where the mom feels like it's illegal to have sex with him. To fuck him. Which is the absolute only explanation for why the mom is so excited he's there. Yeah. I mean, the mom definitely wants to fuck him. Here's what I think happened is that he actually encountered her earlier and she concocted this story that he like come and act like he's some drifter and that like they they've never before. met before but yeah. like she's definitely already had sex with this boy yes 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 okay anyway are you ready mm-hmm. his shoulders were broad his body lean but well built he wore a sleeveless vest with no shirt underneath like Aladdin. i'm sorry what and there was a skull tattooed over one tanned bicep a tiny gold hoop hung from his left ear. His jeans were tight. His hair long and wavy. 
and dark brows drew low over the blackest, most piercing eyes Carolyn had ever seen. Um, huh? Huh? This boy shows up sopping wet in a vest <laughs> with no shirt. <laughs> he looks like fucking and- Aladdin. What is this look? <laughs> what is this look? What Are is you this serious? Look? And I and want he's, he's to find wet? the part where the mom. Oh, she's like t- stumbling over the mom her is own. just like, yeah, just like fucking cannot wait to bed this boy. And like just wants Carolyn to shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Because Carolyn, Carolyn keeps, keeps going, mom. Yeah. Mom, can we talk for a second? Mom, 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 yeah. can we talk? Because I think very reasonably, Carolyn is like, are we seriously just going to take in this random dude? And the mom's like, I really don't see how this is any different than like any other hotel guest. And I was like, oh, I don't know, because like you've invited people and you're a business at that point, And these people knew where to go and made a reservation ahead of time and are paying you. Yeah, it's and not the mom like, is like, I don't know, what are we just gonna like fingerprint everyone and run a background check? <laughs> no, oh, she yeah, sounds I was like, like she's 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 already so made up suspicious. her mind. Yeah, she's she already made up her mind. Very, she sus. fucked him already. Mm-hmm. She they fucked on some cliff, and she's like, okay, and she's like, I have to see you again, and he's like, I don't know how we're gonna make that work, and she's like, well, we need people to work at the house, so just come. And he's like, I don't have any other clothes other than this vest. And she's like, that's fine. Yeah. And, and he's like, all he says is, I need a room. I don't have any money. I think we can help each other. And Carolyn's like, what? And and she's like, Where are your, where's your baggage? Where's your luggage? And he's like, I don't have any. And she's like, what? And he's like, I don't have any clothes. And that's the other thing. Like, why is he dressed like a pirate? I don't understand. Like, yeah. why is he dressed and truly like Richie that? T- us saying this stuff about Mrs. Baxter is not even an exaggeration. No, because we're Richie not. Tankersley Cusick is writing her to be bashful about Joss. Yeah. Like he so I found um it's just after the description of him. So where the mom <laughs> starts talking like a fucking mile a minute. <laughs> Uh, Mom, can I talk to you for a minute in private? I don't think I got your name, Mrs. Baxter began politely, and the young man stepped forward to take her hand. Like, she definitely Okay, yeah, yeah, they already fucked him. They already fucked, they already fucked, they already fucked. Joss, he answered, and his eyes shifted smoothly to Carolyn. She's like, I don't think I got your name, Joss. Back again to her mother, Joss Whitcomb. Mr. Whitcomb, Joss. (laughs) Yes, Mom nodded and flushed slightly at his handshake. Well... Mom, Carolyn said again, but her mother moved toward the fireplace. She stared into the flames and then she smiled at Joss. Like she she waltzes yeah, no. over to the fireplace, yeah. stares at the fire yeah. for a second and is like, <laughs> anyway, so uh, are you from the village? Just passing in, through. In the- How long were you planning to stay? As long as it takes. Mom, Carolyn said through clenched teeth, but Mrs. Baxter didn't seem to hear you see it too, don't you? Mom was positively beaming. The potential of this old house, what it could be with some loving care, I just know it was magnificent in its day. And it can be again, I think. Josh smiled and said nothing. <laughs> well, you look strong enough, Mrs. Baxter added, though you could use a little more meat on your bones. Okay, okay, okay. When was okay. the last Hello? time you ate? Mom? Carolyn, go in and start lunch, why don't you? It must be this awful wind out here. I'm starving and I know our guests must be too. Carolyn stared helplessly while her mother sat down and motioned Joss to do the same. Is this a hobby of yours, Mrs. Baxter asked him, rebuilding old monstrosities? 
A faint smile touched his lips. They were full and perfectly shaped. He wore no beard or mustache, yet a shadow traced along his upper lip and darkened the sharp contours of his chin. Let's just say I admire beautiful things. Again, his eyes shifted to Carolyn, and she quickly looked away. Mrs. Baxter clapped her hands together. Oh, how rude of me. I'm so sorry, Joss. This is my daughter, Carolyn. Like, she's been there the whole time, Mom. Yeah, yeah, she's been there the whole time. I, okay, she's going to be a senior this year. Like, truly, this woman just keeps going and going and going. And Carolyn just goes, "Mom, mom, mom, mom." It's, yeah, she's deranged. She's flustered because she's flustered because okay, he comes in right, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's the fucking guy." Okay, be normal, be normal, be normal. What do I do? What do I do? You've never met him. Oh, what's your name, Joss? I'm sorry. What uh, What did you say your name was? And he's like, it's Joss. And she's like, Mr. Whitcomb. He's like, I never said my last name. Whatever. And then she's like, she like walks away, like stares into the fire, like remembers how they were so dramatic. On a cliff. Yeah. And she's like, like, da, 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 da. the wind is blowing. She's like thinking about that. And she's like, fuck. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. So anyway, this is so great that you're here because we need help with my pussy. I mean, the house. Okay. And then he, she, uh, and then uh, meanwhile, Carolyn's like, Mom, 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 mom. And she's like, oh, shit. Okay, 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 okay. And she's and like, even- is she buying it? Is she buying this? Is she buying this? Can she tell? I bet she can tell. I bet she, I, I'm fucking this up. I'm fucking this up. I'm fucking yes. this up. And even when Carolyn brings it up, which we kind of touched on before, Carolyn's like, I, we don't know this guy. How did he know to come here? Like, we're not open. So how did he know? And she's like, I don't know. Like, like, I just he don't said understand. he was talking to people in the village. It's like, that's not normal. No. And, okay. Oh, there's this part here where she she says how her husband died. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry about your husband, Josh said, and his voice was very soft, very deep. Maybe it's good I'm here. Mrs. Baxter mulled <gasps> this over. At last, she smiled. Yes. Yes, I think it might be. I was oh like, my God, what hello? is happening? Hello? Excuse me? is desperate to keep fucking this young man oh absolutely she's like oh i've just been really you know like her him saying it's a good good thing thing i'm here yeah like what like i'm sorry you're like 20 maybe 22 to what end like why is it like what it's good we have a random boy in the house like what are you talking about and the way the mom, like, is – she's not just dismissing Carolyn's concerns. She's, like, mad at her. Yeah. She's and, like, come on. You know that I need this. Yeah. I don't know. She's like, mommy hasn't gotten any good good since dad died. Okay? Um. Also, like, like – Look, do you want me to have – like, she's, like, using the dad's yes. death to shut Carolyn up, and it's fucked up. Yeah, because she just wants to like, I'm sorry, do you not want me? Like, I just thought this would be good for us. And you know, I'm just trying to make it work. I'm trying to like survive. You know, your dad, daddy didn't have life insurance. And like, he was supporting us. And like, I don't know what you want me to do. And Carolyn's like, okay, okay, okay. And Mrs. Baxter's like, good. So we agree. I'll keep fucking jobs. Yeah. Well, she it's it's like she's like, so you think I just like don't deserve happiness after dad died? It's like, wait, what are you fucking talking about? And also, she's so flustered, right? She's like so freaked so out because like her fucking like, why won't she shut fling, up? Her fling shows up. Mm-hmm. She's being so fucking weird. She doesn't even realize that he is like like ogling her daughter. Like yeah. he's like, 
oh, I love beautiful things and is staring at her daughter. And she's like, yes, yes, that sounds great. Yeah, like I'm me. Like, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. Like Look at what's happening. A lech into the house. Yes. So it's he really moves in. fucking weird. <laughs> so he moves in and she makes Carolyn take him to her his room. And that's mm-hmm. I mean, and then he's like, I want this room, the one across from Carolyn. Like, what? Why? It's why does he want that room? Weird. Lindsay, why does he want that room? Because there's like stuff in there. I don't know. Because <sighs> they're, they're all hunting for this stupid fucking treasure, which just thinks is stupid. Yeah, he does. He's like, I don't know why we're here. Let's just like stick to our usual gun running business. I don't know why you, you and Andy are. It's just like fucking amateur hour with you two. It is really bad. It's really bad. They're they like such jokes. They're, they're just jokes so and, embarrassing. And Nora like, is I'm out sorry, of control. I didn't realize that I had signed up to like be a smuggler with yeah. fucking community theater troupe over here. What the, the fuck is this? If, if I were Nora, right? Because Nora seems to want it the most. Mm-hmm. And Joss fucking shows up in his party city pirate outfit. I would have been like, we need to fucking talk outside Bring right me now. the diamond in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would have been like, I thought we were doing a pirate thing. You're doing an Aladdin thing. Like, this is not, we, we talked about this. I picked out the outfit I wanted you to wear and you showed up with this. And we would have <laughs> had a conversation. Like, this is what I think of your stupid little scheme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a comment. Yeah. This is a comment. And I mean, but it's, frankly, Nora's out of control. Nora's out of control and the guys don't like they're just kind of being they're just too much along for the ride and like not committing hard enough. At the end, did you feel like Carolyn, Andy and Joss were going to be like a thruple? 100%. I still think they will be. <laughs> I still think that they're going to like meet up later. <laughs> Andy was clearly like, I thought we agreed. I was the one putting yeah. moves on Carolyn. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, he's like, I thought I was the honeypot into like a yeah. fucking passionate, dramatic kiss on the widow's walk in a storm. Yeah. Meanwhile, here I am working my butt off to like demean you constantly. <laughs> you know, also, it's like- a Richie Tankersley Cusick book. If there yes. are two hot guys. One of them is mysterious and mean to you, and the other one is normal and mean to you. But they're all going to be mean to you. The mysterious one has black hair, and the normal (laughs) one has blonde hair. And also, I I I felt like he's actually brunette. Oh, he dyes his hair blonde to pretend to be Matthew, or like puts on a fucking party city wig. Party city wig. Listen. The party city on this island is sold out constantly because of all the costumes these people have to wear. Mm-hmm. Also, I like that Andy was like kind of like what you were saying where he's like, oh, like he finds out that she yeah. and Joss have like a connection <laughs> when he's like about to go on the Ferris wheel with her. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, like she's like staring like they're on the Ferris wheel together and she's like staring and she sees Joss and she's just staring, staring, staring. And he's like, what are you looking at? And she's like, um... I think like that guy, Joss, is over there and he's like, huh. And if if Andy weren't in on it, he'd be like, why is he stalking you? Yeah. But because Andy's in on it, he's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's not there. He's not and there. Then, but also, I don't like 
you being around him, but also I'm not concerned, but also you're in danger, but also Ferris wheel, but yeah. also just kiss on the cheek. Um, I don't I have just, the moves that Joss had. Like you just know that at the end of this night, he met back up with Joss and he was like, okay, it's just that like I had already like invited her to this music festival. And I thought I, that like I was going to take it slow and you were just going to be creepy drifter guy. Um, yeah, spooking he's her. Literally, like and I thought, I was dependable. Look, I understand. Like, okay, <laughs> so all right, fine. You're the Jess. You're the Jess, and yeah. I'm the fucking what's his? I'm Dean. Uh, I get Dean, it. I'm Dean. Dean, and you're Jess. And like, but like, I didn't even have a chance to be Dean. Is the thing you already started yeah. being Jess? Jess didn't come in until season two. I was already there putting in the groundwork to be the boyfriend character. And I just like, I wouldn't have invited her to the music festival is all I'm saying. And I spent, like I dropped a lot of money on all those foods at the music festival. I'm not saying I'm mad. I'm just saying I thought that we had our roles. I'm just just saying that you really, that you really fucked me on this one. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying that you really fucking fucked me on this one. Not like a jealous thing. Not like a jealous. I'm talking plan wise. This is business. Okay. It's just business. But you you fucked me here. You fucked me. And you're trying to fuck her and you fucked me. I look like a fucking idiot on a Ferris wheel. You like, Like, I bought a new jean jacket for this. Yeah. You were kissing her on a fucking widow's walk during the storm. And I'm like, hey, you want to go on a Ferris wheel? Do you know what a fucking idiot I you look like? like? a stupid loser. Like, I, I, and you know what? I told you my plan of, of Heights kiss. I told I you my told plan you of that. Heights kiss. I already told and, you on, that. On the Ferris wheel. And then you do a Heights kiss? You do a Heights kiss. Do you and understand you know. how my Heights kiss isn't going to measure up to your Heights kiss? And like, you kind of took my idea. You kind of took my, like, you definitely fucked me on this one, bro. You just, I, 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 I just, look, it's just like, if we want that bejeweled hook, <laughs> we, we have to get that. We bejeweled need to hook. get our story straight. It's we have our roles. Nora's a fucking ghoul. I'm the grocery <laughs> boy who dates her nicely and you're creepy drifter guy. And instead you came in and it's Aladdin. Instead, you came in as a lad. Do you know what a fucking fool I looked like when you walked in in your vest and no shirt and I'm over here carrying clam chowder like a fucking fool? You think that I can compete with that shit? I told you to wait two days before you came in. You show up right when they move in. I look like an asshole with my clam chowder on the fucking Ferris wheel. This fucking sucks, man. I just feel like we're doubling up. We're doubling (laughs) up. I just feel like, I just feel like just, our plan like of our, of immersive theater is not fucking working, yeah, dog. Like our plan was to was to like freak her out ghost wise, not freak her out like confu- like confusion for ghosts, not like confusion about love, not like confusion <laughs> about love. Look, Andy, our plan was fucking simple. All right, I'm. Or no, no. Look, Joss. Joss. Our our plan was fucking simple, okay? You're a creepy drifter. You go in, you you insinuate yourself in the home, and you pretend to be a ghost in the middle of the night. I'm a grocery boy. I come in with soup, and I insult her and make her feel crazy. Nora is is the housekeeping ghoul, and she's going to show up at all hours and tell scary ghost stories. And then and one, I two, three, we have the bejeweled hook. And okay? I don't see why simple. you don't get it. And I don't it's, see why you don't get it. It's it fucking was simple. So simple. It was so 
fucking simple. And then you come in here with your complications. Oh, and I have to keep pretending I drive a boat. I have to keep <laughs> I, pretending I, I drive a boat. Pre- I don't drive a boat. I just sit at the beach for hours waiting. Okay. Meanwhile, so- Laura's sister Molly is over here like giving it all away. Oh, she's fucking shit up left and right. And honestly, I was hoping that you would take care of her. But now I have to sit here on at the music festival telling her that Molly's just crazy and making things up. And I have to pretend like I've lived on this island for years and I know the and history. I haven't. But and you know what? And I and I and I I'm a professional. So it I'm still I'm making it work. I'm a professional. I talked her into going to the graveyard. I'm the one who pretended to fall into Carolyn's grave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we dug up her corpse to scare her with later. Do you know how like fucking smooth I had to be? Like you had already like so Ferris wheel, not impressive, but I still like talk her into like a fucking Rome a fucking cemetery romance trip because I, I go, Oh, it's the nicest point in the island. And she believes me because I'm a professional. I did my research, okay? I'm sitting here convincing her to still date me because she feels bad. And you're over here just swooping around, rescuing her from widow's walks, and kissing it's, her. It's not about in the, the rain. fact that I'm in love with her. It's not about that. It's about that, professionalism. That is true, but not relevant, <laughs> okay? Am I? Yes. Does it matter? No, because no. there's a jewel encrusted hook. <laughs> with our agreed. name on it and we agreed we all agreed that this was the simplest plan we all agree it's definitely enough money to make this shit <laughs> okay look look <laughs> it, it's it's enough we know it's enough money it's so it's much money. money we know it, it's so much it's money it's solid gold with rubies it's, on it with hello rubies. and it's it's, it's 1993 that equals a lot of money yes and it's definitely it's involved definitely, with the ghost I mean, at the very least it. like we're all gonna end up with like 20 bucks each after this party city bill comes yeah, to yeah look 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 i'm talking 20 big ones bucks this, Look, 20 big bucks. If you count that out per hour, that's a hot five cents an hour. It's really good money. Worth it. Do you know what the minimum wage in the state is right now? It's very low. Yeah. And I mean, and we're talking plus tips jobs because Mm -hmm. we're hoping that we're going to get some kind of tip from Nora. We don't, there won't be taxes taken out of it. So you have to take that into account. So it's just like, it's worth it is all it's, it's worth, worth it. it and you're complicating it and i'm in love with her and i'm mad i'm so in love with her it so doesn't matter for and some it doesn't reason. matter for some reason you Am know i, I constantly know. mean to her in a way that she puts up with yes and yes. are you not nearly as mean and she's mad at you all the time yes that's the plan that's the plan it's all part of the plan is it part of the plan that there doesn't really seem to be any chemistry between us no that wasn't yeah. part of the plan <laughs> look Look, sometimes you but can't sometimes control people it. people don't work. Sometimes so, people don't work. But that's fine. It's fine. It's fine that this is the 12th girl in a row that you've stolen. That you've it's stolen. Fine. And her mom. I mean, we started out with it trying to be with her mom. And that I didn't work I thought you were going to be the mom honeypot. And I was going to be the daughter honeypot. be the daughter honeypot. Honey so pot. I just like, I don't understand it all. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And... But look, so like, I don't know, maybe we should reevaluate this company. (laughs) We should evaluate this LLC because honestly, okay, when you and I met Nora in the, you know, in In the parking lot of that Denny's, in the parking lot of that Denny's where she was a waitress. (laughs) 
Right. And we had forgotten to tip. So she chased us out the door and said, are you fucking kidding me with this? And, and, and she was like, if you don't want me to report you to the police, you have to help me run guns and steal a hook. <laughs> when we, we entered into that business pact. Yes. Because we had our roles. We're, we're working off our debt to her of the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we only need that twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. So it all makes sense. So it all makes sense, and you're complicating it. So, and Joss is like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes later, okay, okay. And Andy's drenched in flop sweat. He's just, <laughs> like just like, dripping. So red. Like he's 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 it like throughout this whole speech, just like taken off an item yeah. of clothing every few yeah. moments because yeah. and so he is now just like in his underoos, yeah. dripping with sweat, being yeah. like, "I'm fine, I'm fine, it's fine." And Joss is like, "Okay." And Nora's like, "Okay, but like we're still getting the hook, right?" She's They're like, like yeah, just don't kill anyone else. And she like, caves. she like, yeah, <laughs> we're still getting the hook. Am I right? <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and, and, and they're like, yes, this is how you've always talked mm -hmm. from the beginning of when we met. You. I, you two fellas ran out on your Denny's check, did you? <laughs> Thought I wouldn't notice, didn't you not? No. That'll be a cool $20 each. Each that is, and then they're like, "Oh man, diamond ditch on me, mythic snow." <laughs> and so then, so anyway, Carolyn's, that's the totally sensical plot to this book. Yeah, and Carolyn's like, "Why oh, won't anyone listen to me?" <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Okay, well, My I mom think won't everyone's listen, Nora weird. won't listen, Andy won't listen, Joss won't listen, and everybody's trying to kiss me." Oh, also, okay, how like unclear was it the extent of mom's injuries? Very unclear. Why is she in the hospital for two weeks? She's in the hospital for two weeks for a broken also, leg. Also, why is she like to her daughter? I'm going to be so mad if you stay with me. I know she's if like, you don't go back and turn that mansion into a hotel room. Yeah, you're not my daughter anymore. And do she's not like, even think of getting a motel near me. Go back, stay with that strange boy I'm fucking, and yeah. fix that mansion into a hotel she's like carolyn mommy can't get that good good anymore now that her legs all broke broke so you need to go back and fuck the shit out of that boy for to mommy keep him around till i can take over because <laughs> otherwise he's not gonna want to stay he's not gonna want to stay because what do all young men want a little bit of peachy at the end of the day. It's so it's the plot to the Reba McIntyre song Fancy. <laughs> so Carolyn's like, okay, but like I would really rather get a motel near the hospital. Not at all be at this house anymore. <laughs> and the mom's like, I will fucking disown you if you stay here with me. So it's she's like, I guess so I weird. So it's just her and Nora and Joss at the house. And then Andy's taking her to music festivals and she's like not even paying attention to him the whole time. This is like borderline child abuse. Oh, yeah. It's neglect. So I'm for just sure. like leaving my daughter with a strange young man. Who no. dressed like Aladdin in a rainstorm? I don't think so. No. So then she so she's like stay. And, and also this is the other thing. Like she broke her leg, but also like cut it. Unclear. She fell off of something. And why? <laughs> 
So her mom falls, like hits a dresser on the way down or something and like yeah, cuts herself breaks on a the mirror. mirror. And and Carolyn goes to see her and she's like, Mom, are you okay? And the mom's like, Hotel. Oh yeah, what was paper, that? Joss. Joss. And Carolyn's like, Oh, she wants me to go back to the hotel and keep it with like Joss and, and put up and, and make a brochure make out paper. of paper. <laughs> She's like, make a brochure out of paper. I was like, and then you are really having to mm-hmm. bend over backwards to make this make sense. Some very impressive filling in of the blanks. Yeah. So it's like somewhat understandable that like, oh, the mom can't fully communicate. Carolyn is like reading into it in the only way that she can because like she doesn't know what's going on. And so she's like trying to make sense of it. All right. She goes back to visit the mom, and the mom is never like, "Yeah, I got straight up pushed." No, she and I she saw Joss with like a letter from the captain about treasure. No, she's just like, "Fine, I guess she forgot," but it's never even mentioned the fact that there was another story that the mom wasn't telling. No, which I didn't even realize till right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the mom was right. The mom was. Pushed, because she saw Joss yeah, with that pushed. paper. Yeah, she, she was, was pushed. pushed by Nora. It makes no sense why the mom didn't like follow up on that. She's just like, yeah, you could stay with them. And it, it's one thing if like she woke up, she was like, Mom, what was it you were saying? She's like, oh, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember what happened. But it just straight up never gets addressed. Yeah, no, I don't think it does. I guess at least like with all this stuff happening, like we didn't have a busy villain. We had three fucking weirdo villains <laughs> yes not doing a whole lot and do it and like enacting a plan that made absolutely no sense well and like they all didn't seem like clear on what the plan was a few thousand dollars <laughs> yeah i'm gonna tell you something this was probably for like two thousand dollars can you imagine one of them taking this thing to antiques roadshow and they're like yeah <laughs> This is also, I hate to say this, from the party city on the island. And they're going to be like, <laughs> like, no! <laughs> um, so their plan involves, like, scaring her, seducing her, blah, blah, blah. And they finding... At the end of the book, when, when like, they've got Carolyn and Nora's like, you should have just done her in. I don't know why we had to do this. And, and he's like, well, I didn't want to kill anyone, and I didn't expect her to be so strong. And I was like, Carolyn's <laughs> been at the end of her rope this entire book. Where is this strength that you're talking about? Also, and look, I like, don't blame her. You're gaslighting the shit out of her. Right, book. right. What are you talking about? She's so strong. Also, it's not that, I mean, not that I'm saying people should just go out and kill people, but like. But like, and the not, bloodline. And the bloodline. It, it's not and that truly, hard because to like kill this someone. house got passed down through a bloodline. Yeah. And the bloodline. And it's not that hard and to kill someone. Yeah. It, it really isn't. Like, well, it's just, just he didn't want to kill her because he loves her. Because he fell in love with her. Because all the boys fell in love with her. And so so basically what ends up happening is that like they want to get to this like secret cave, the secret sea cave that the captain hid his bejeweled hook in that had a tunnel from the cave directly into the house and so that's why Joss was there because he was like trying to find the entrance. And Andy was also there just to like kind of be a honeypot. And then Nora was there also trying to look for it. And then what happens? They're just like down there They're at the beach. Down there having a fight in Molly's cave. 
Oh, right, because Molly lives in the cave, and then Mo- they kill Molly by pulling her throat. Nora at, like killed her- Molly. Yeah, Nora killed Molly by pulling her throat out, mm-hmm. which is very grotesque. Yeah. And uh, to make it seem like the legend of Matthew. Right, because that's what Matthew Blanton does. is real. Nora is so obsessed with carrying on this legend. She doesn't have to do that. She doesn't, she, have, she doesn't to have to do that, that at all. It makes no sense. It's not helping them at all. The town does not give a shit. No. The village doesn't know what's happening and they don't care. No one cares about what's happening on this island. So truly, no one even comes out there, right? Yeah. So like they could just kill everybody there and then steal it and then leave. Yeah. Or kill nobody there, steal it and leave. Yeah. Just let them continue building their little hotel. Meanwhile, you're like right. looking for the treasure. Why do you have to drive them insane? You don't have to. Because that would be, to. wouldn't it be make more sense if they were stumbling upon the secret and then they had to be churned insane? You know? Yeah. Like if she had discovered like had a tunnel. Out of yeah. Believing the reality of it. Yeah. Like maybe. Carolyn saw one of them sneaking around at night and she's yes. like, I saw someone. And then and they're like, then okay, they we have to make to her. Like, oh, it's a ghost. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That makes But way they more go sense. straight out the gates. They're like, we're going to dress up as ghosts and make her think ghosts are real. First. They get there and Nora's like, blah, 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 legend. And then the legend Immediately. changes. <laughs> yes. Because that's the thing. There's no communication between this team. Mm hmm. It's very bad. Everybody thinks that their idea is the best idea. And none of them have actually said this to each other. So they're mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to do my idea and, and they'll see that it's like, best. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, Nora dies because Nora falls off of a cliff, right? Mm-hmm. Or something she falls off. Wearing the hook. <laughs> And then I forgot that she was wearing it. Andy and Josh just like take off, leaving but don't the they hook. Both, yeah, yeah. And don't they both like hug her at some point at the same time? And I was like, what's happening yeah. here? Thruple. Thruple. And then she gets a letter and to like obscure the fact that it's from them. It's written. They write it as though it's from oh my God. Matthew Glanton. I, yes, I, I like, forgot about that. Yeah. I was like, letter? why are we doing this? And it does seem like we're both waiting for you. Yeah, no, it does. We'll, we'll be reunited as a thruple in the future. And Carolyn's like, yes, we will. Yeah, she's like, like, I can't So everything, everything has been resolved. They took off. Mom comes back and she's like, oh, totally normal that everyone's gone. Also, okay, mom's super. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, mom was super annoying when she comes back because she's like, I didn't actually mean that you should fix up the house. I was like, yes, you, yes, did. you did. You fucking told and her. now you're trying you to be like, her oh, I would, I'm a better mom than that. But you're not a better mom. No, you're not. You're, you're a not. mean you, lady. You're a mean you're lady. You're so selfish. Yeah. Your yeah. daughter lost her dad. You're supposed yeah. to be the grown up here. And then you're like, yeah, just losing it. And look, everyone experiences grief differently, but that doesn't make it okay. Exactly. It's it's an explanation, but it's not, not an, excuse. an excuse. Yeah. So she comes back. Nora's dead. Joss took off. She's been, 
She's been getting, Carolyn has been getting help from the librarian, Jean. Oh, and that's the other thing. Okay. When she's like, here's my friend, Jean. I, the way that she was acting in introducing Jean to her mom made me think that Jean was like some random girl she met and I not the librarian. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, who the fuck is Jean? And then she's like, she, the and so librarian. When she I was says, like, oh. like, she's been helping me fix it up. She just means yeah. giving her information about the house. Carolyn has yeah. been working her ass off by herself getting this place into shape. Yeah. She's doing the she's doing both the like restoration, but also the like historical Marketing, significance, yeah. like yeah, like coming up with like a fucking tour of like mm-hmm. the island. Like yeah. it's mom is dead weight. Absolutely. Mom is a bad and, mom. And this girl is supposed to go back to high school. Like after this, I think she cannot. She's suffered trauma after trauma. Yeah, and now has to run a fucking inn. Uh-huh. With her mom who like fell and was in the <laughs> hospital for like I think mom with her mom who like fell. Who fell? <laughs> question mark. Supposedly. Yeah. So yeah. so mom gets home and she's like, blah, blah, blah. This is Jean. And then this letter arrives and it's postmarked from Canada where they run their guns. Yeah. It says, you know, it my dear Carolyn, because yes, the captain's yes, yes. wife was also named Carolyn. Yes. My, de- my dear Carolyn, the night is stormy as I write this. It fills my head and heart with bittersweet memories. I don't know when this letter will reach you or where I might be when it does. On some foreign sea, no doubt, exploring new and uncharted ter- ter- territories, a.k.a. Canada. The journey uh. has not been without its problems or its dangers. But among my men, there has been not one fatality I'm happy to report. And that's Joss's way of letting Carolyn know that Andy didn't die from the gunshot wound when Nora shot him. Right. Oh, because Nora shot at Carolyn and Andy jumped in front of the bullet. This is like such like teen <laughs> wish fulfillment of yes. like, I two hope boys that like, love me. two boys love me and that they would both die for me. They both wait for me. And then like, <laughs> really, I'm going to go with the most sexy one. But I know that Andy will always hold a torch for me and yes. that I will constantly string him along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who can say what the future will bring? Perhaps someday we shall be reunited once more with those whose paths have crossed with ours. The enclosed trinket is for you. I acquired it from a rather solitary gentleman who had no further use of it, and I knew at once that you should be the one to have it. Of itself, it is worth very little, and yet the gentleman assured me it would bring you good fortune. When you wear it and use it, I hope you will think of me, your loving Matthew. And so it's the key to find the hook. Why did they leave her the hook? Why did they do that? After all of that work, they're not even getting it paid. Yeah, all of those costumes and wigs and like Well, because Nora was rehearsals. really the only one who gave two fucks about that stupid, barely worth it hook. Yeah. So they're, yeah, like, they're like, I guess like because we tortured yeah. Carolyn, let's just like leave her the hook because like who we make so much fucking money from running guns. We do not need That's this fucking other hook. Thing. That's what we always tried to make Nora realize. She was obsessed. We could yeah. not talk her out of it. So anyway, now that she's dead, let's just leave Carolyn this hook as an apology. Maybe she'll consider sleeping with us in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of book. And maybe she'll be wearing that hook when we see her next. Oh, and nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy. Um, So that was the book. That's the drifter. 
real weird. Um, very strange. It it uh, it is just, it. Did Richie Tankersley Cusick also do the one where she like where the girl goes into the house? Silent Stalker is that the one where she like goes into the old What's like recreation one? of a castle and there's like two boys <gasps> oh, there? Did she probably did she do because, that one because Cusick is obsessed with two boys because she she's in obsessed the, with two in the librarian. Boys that like there's you. two boys. Yeah, there's Robin and Alexander, the like community college student who thinks he's like such hot shit yeah 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 um let me see silent Silent stalker uh yeah richie tinker's a cusick yeah i think that's the one yes sir john worthington invites them to a replica yeah 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 and then they're like cousins and like one is weak and one is strong and like they both like her cusick is obsessed with two boys who were pretty mean but like yeah supposedly one is like more mysterious and darker but he's the better one and the other one is like supposedly the like normal one who's meaner yes and not the ultimate love but they both want to fuck the main character yes and it's important that they both would like fucking die for her yeah they would die for her and those and i'm making fun of this but like oh my god it was that was my teenage Lindsay crack that was my fucking shit. Oh my god! I was like, yes. please let this be my life. Yes, like every time I went on vacation and I met eye contact with a random boy, I was like, <laughs> yes. this is the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Like, oh oh oh! Here every time I would is. go on an airplane, yeah. I, okay, I like if we went on an airplane and like I'd I'd sit down in my seat and I'd be like, there's gonna be a teenage boy sitting right next to me. And we're going, like, this is it. This is going to be it. Mm, my version of and, that was going to a theme park oh, with a friend yeah. and running into a boy and his friends. And he oh. would have, like, blue hair. And he'd fall in love with me instantly. And we'd, like, all yeah. spend a day together. And then we'd be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes. I uh, Basically, anytime I saw any random boy uh-huh. and we made eye contact, Didn't I was take like, much. I was like, like he literally could look like shit. He could look like absolute dog <laughs> shit. Okay. But if he made eye contact with me, I was like, and now we're in love and the beginning has started. <laughs> like I was ready. Now my for us story to, like, has begun. <laughs> you would die this for me. Life. Real life has begun. <laughs> I am a woman and you are a man. <laughs> and maybe we'll kiss or just hold hands. <laughs> it was like true like that. I was like, there's so many possibilities now for our relationship. Mm-hmm. And like, but I always like this is the weird part, okay? Mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, we made eye contact, right? Mm-hmm. I would not care what the fuck he would look like. I also like forgot like what I looked like. Like I forgot what I had to offer and that it was usually not anything. <laughs> you know what well, I that's mean? Not the that point, the Kelly. guy would want. I know. But like the I was point like. point is that he can see our soul. Well, also like all of a sudden. My hair, like if he saw me like and then my my fantasy of it, like my hair would be like better and like I wouldn't have to wear glasses mm-hmm. anymore and or braces and I just like I would be like better looking too like in mm-hmm. my mind I was like like 
yeah, transformed. Yeah. Anyway, this book so, would probably like, have been my fantasy. So stupid, but it is so exactly what I wanted to read it at like the age I was reading these junior high. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Very funny because now whenever there's like a love triangle or whatever, I usually just pick one and I'm like, oh, stop wasting time with that other guy and just like go with this one. But back in the day, it was when like, I, no, both. <laughs> Best of both yeah, worlds. Back in the day, I don't have to yes, choose. I was like, who cares about what the guys are like? <laughs> They're yeah. guys. And I don't just care about there. what they want. No. I don't care if one is just like pining for me. For all eternity, yeah. what better, purer expression of love is there? And yeah. now, and I don't, like, yes. once I actually experienced a boy pining for me, I was like, oh, this is a nightmare. Absolutely. I nightmare. feel Absolute like nightmare. shit all the time. I feel so bad. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. It's so weird because, like, I feel like, I don't know if this is the case for you. And of course, like, I feel like now we are of an age where like people aren't really pining, (laughs) you know, like you don't really pine for someone in your thirties. I mean, maybe you do, but like not in the same way as you do when you're a teenager. No, I like, I think back to being a teenager and in my twenties and I'm like, it just seems so, all of my heartache seems so funny to me now. (laughs) I just like, I (laughs) think back on it and laugh and laugh and laugh. And I don't mean like relationship breakups. I mean, like, yeah, unrequited pining. Yeah, seems pining. just comical. Yeah, like it, it, it happens. But like, and, and then here's the other thing, right? Like, I nowadays just don't feel like I. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like my confidence is shot or something. And I don't know <laughs> if you feel the same way. But I'm like, I just don't see myself as being somebody that someone could pine away you know what i mean like like pine away for yeah well at this point i I like have realized i'm for sure past the age where like an older guy is gonna give two shits about me i mean for one thing we're both in a relationship you're married and i've been with you for 11 years so it's not as though this is something i want but it when I think about like, what if I were single? I'm like, oh, I'm not like, like a potential victim to anyone now. I well, mean, I think not like an assault, but I mean like some older guy, like a creepy guy that wants being to like, like wow, you're such an old soul. It's like, no, I'm just like old to them now. Oh yeah, no, I'm too old for a guy that's like trying to prey it's on. Like, like if I think about like meeting girls. a celebrity, it's like when yeah. you're young. There's always that kind of like shine on you. So even if I'm just like kind of regular, it's like, well, but I'm young. So I've got yeah, that. Going at least for I me. have that. A, ce- a yeah. celebrity might be interested in that. But now I'm I'm yeah. 39. I turned 39 two days ago. And I'm like, mm-hmm. happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. In what world am I going to encounter a celebrity? And they're going to be like, mm, yeah, I'm really falling for this like regular older woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it yeah i don't really have the like ingenue thing <laughs> exactly the ingenue you know yeah the ingenue phase is gone and so with it yeah like, a lot of possibility 
So it's like, I don't want yeah. those possibilities. But if I reflect on it, I just know that they're gone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No one's going to pine over me. Like, I'm not going to, I don't, I just don't see me being in an office situation where someone, a coworker, like, mm-hmm. falls in love with me. Mm-hmm. Same, 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 same. I same. like, wants me to leave Mike for him. I just don't see it happening anymore. Yeah. And honestly, I challenge you to make it happen. <laughs> and honestly, like, prove me wrong. <laughs> If I'm wrong with it, I'm open to I'm open to you proving. I'm me open wrong to be proven wrong about yeah. you falling in yeah. love with me, not about us <laughs> being together. About you falling in love with me. Like I just if you don't want to feel... show that I'm wrong. Yeah. Just fall in love with me and like pine for me for all eternity. It's because it's a weird thing because it was something that I used to imagine or, or like like uh, wistfully hope would happen when I was younger, and now I'm like. Well, A, not possible anymore. <laughs> just because, like, I just, you know, like, it's just that thing where you're just like, I just don't, I, I don't know. Like, A, for me, like, for there to be a kind of, like, flirtation thing going on that would be interpreted as, like, there being enough traction to get a crush on somebody, mm-hmm. I feel like I would have to be attracted to that person mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but like so for, if for it to be unrequited like I don't know do you know what I'm saying like for it to be unrequited that means that I don't feel anything for that person so mm-hmm. I just don't well it's like you've you've maybe you've like formed a friendship like you really connect yeah yeah okay and then your friends and, and then they're like, and like you, you by the like, way have a lot of fun at work together and then they're like okay by the way I'm in love with you. Please leave your husband for me. That is very anxiety inducing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, okay. I, mean, I, can, a, I, see what I you're don't saying. want that to happen. But B, like, I don't, I just don't, I just don't like, think it's a possibility. I don't me. know if this is like culture warping my perception. Like, I'm sure I only it is because you look very young, young. Women are desirable, but it's like once you're past the age of like 35. It just feels like the odds go down. I know, but look at J-Lo. Because but guys she's J-Lo. are predictable. Yeah. Guys are pretty predictable. And the type of guy that would. Older guys. Yeah. Older, older guys, guys that like, quote, younger guy, girls. They're looking for something specific. And it's like a very young girl, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm going to work and I start working with like a 42-year-old. I don't see that 42-year-old falling madly in love with me. It's probably going to be the, like, 26-year-old we also work with. I don't know. I don't know, Lindsay. I think it could I mean, be possible I mean, I prove me wrong. <laughs> be a 42-year-old guy. Who Work with me. me and fall in love with me. And Just then, you know, I'll be and proven then, wrong. And then, you know, say on my face. I owe you a coat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I. Uh, I but yeah, I'm with you. I totally understand what you mean. And yeah. I feel similarly. And like it's not that I like want feel, It feels that, like we're past yeah. the pining age. Yeah, which is like I don't a lot know. more I'm, realistic. It's like, oh, this person isn't interested in me. So Why I'm not going to keep liking them. Keep obsessing yeah. over them. Like, I don't have time for that anymore. Well, I guess, you know, it is possible, though, if you're like really friends with them and like really close with them and like maybe they're interpreting like they're just like, well, I just feel so close to you 
because of the terribly like gendered way that people raise their children, particularly in our generation of like men with male friends are not taught to have have emotional connections. Well, like even like, so like social, the way that we're socialized is that like men don't necessarily like, okay, like here's an example. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's say that you're a guy and you notice that your male friend and you're both straight mm-hmm. and you notice that your <laughs> male friend is bummed out about something. Mm-hmm. Now, me, if I notice that about any of my friends, I'm, I'll am i like text them if I didn't talk to them about it in person and I'll be like, hey, I'm just checking in because like, you know, I'm thinking about you and, and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I could text you that without you being like, and we're in love <laughs> and we're together forever, right? Whereas like a guy if is a not going to do that. If a guy did that, that, that would be like, wow, inappropriate. Maybe. it Like, I feel like there are some of my guy friends where if they did that. Oh, you're saying if a guy did that to another guy? No. Oh, to you? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. For me, if if a male friend of mine did that to me, I I would just be like, oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I've been having a tough time with whatever. Like if they were like, oh, I noticed that you were really down and I was just wanting to check in because uh, I was thinking about you and I'm, I hope that you're okay. Uh, I would 100% be like, oh, my friend's in love with me. What? Yeah. Uh-oh. Because well, in I my experience, like, that has been what it is. Well, because guys don't really do that as much. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. To, and, and so, but so like if you do that to a guy, well, hopefully they wouldn't think that you're in love with them, but maybe they would because they're not socialized to do that kind of emotional checking in. Whereas like, I wouldn't think twice about texting somebody that, you know? I wouldn't think twice about texting a girl that. I 100% would think twice about texting a guy that. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe I need to calm down on what I'm doing there because I've texted stuff like that to, <laughs> to guys. Well, but it also depends on how good of friends. And maybe my problem is I don't have super close guy friends right now. Yeah. I would text a joke. <laughs> I would text a joke. Fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean like I would text a tweet with a funny joke that like is there some humor? Yeah, but I don't think I'd ever been like, "Hey, I was just thinking about you and missing you." (laughs) Like what? Really? (laughs) No. Oh my god! I I literally just texted a friend that today, a male friend that today, and was like. Uh, because their uh, dad has been sick. And so I said, oh, well, um, then you have a reason. Thinking about you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, hey, if how, I had how a is your dad and how are dad, you? For sure, I would do that. Yeah. Or, I mean, honestly, if I, if, if I were hanging out with my friend and mm-hmm. uh, let's say it's a straight guy, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's like really bummed out about something. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get a chance to kind of talk about it in person, but you could just tell that he's like really fucking bummed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, a couple days pass. And then, you know, that thing where you're like, after you hang out with someone, you're like, oh, fuck, I should have asked them if they were okay. You know what I mean? Like where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I wasn't there. And they like, oh, and let's say that you started to talk to them about it. And then like, an external thing happened and you didn't get to finish the conversation. Mm-hmm. Then I would text that person and be like, Oh, I remembered that you were talking about how you were kind of feeling bummed out and we never got to finish the conversation. I was just thinking about that uh, and I wanted to see how you are. Is that weird? Because I would do that. No, that's not weird. 
That's what I mean. It's not just if it me being was like, like a truly like I out can't of stop the thinking blue, about like, you. <laughs> hey, I was just thinking about you today. <laughs> no, 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 not that. About it's you like today. I really miss you. No, like, no, no, I don't, no, no. That's weird. And I no, would no, have no, to. No. I would have to think about how that would make Mike feel. Yeah, it's like, well, what no, do no, I no, see no, no. happening with that sentiment? And no, if a guy it's like something that to me, specific. Like, hey, I was just thinking about you and like really missing you. I'd be like, fuck, fuck, my friend is in uh. love with me. But also, I don't yeah. have super close guy friends, so any guy I know right now who did that, I'd be like, huh? Yeah. So I just don't have that kind of friendship with anybody right now. Any guy. Yeah. Only girls. I have very close male friends. I'm sad that I don't have close male friends. I don't think it's well, impossible. Well, get out there, girl. But <laughs> <laughs> Go on friendmingle.com. Friendmingle. Uh, yeah. I, 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 so I think for. I have people it would really I've depend. Here's what it would have to be for me to do it. I need to be clear that I'm not just texting people randomly and being like, hey, I am in love with you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's all about phrasing because I could be like, hey, it's been a while. What's going on? Versus, Mm -hmm. hey, I was was thinking about you. Like, I don't know. I'm haunted by your face at night. <laughs> Hi, your face appears to me before I go to sleep at night, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm just like so like bereft. <laughs> if somebody okay, yeah, texted, I don't think if a guy texted me, I'm thinking about you. I'd be concerned. If a guy texted, like, "Hey, what's up with you? It's been a while." Yeah, normal. But but like, hey, I was thinking about you. Yeah. Hey, it's also a weird way to like start down. a conversation. I noticed you seemed down online. Do you want to talk? I'd be like, what? Okay, no, no, no. And also this is not online. So so this is what I'm talking about. Like you're hanging out with the person in person. I've heard you of notice it. they're bummed out. You notice they're bummed out. You don't say anything in the moment. And then later you're like, I should have checked in with them. I think for me yeah, personally, and again, this is case by case. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would be like, Oh, I you know, I was thinking about how I should have said something. Um, just seeing how you are, I've noticed that you were saying that you were unhappy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope things are doing uh, going better for you. What's up? I would do that. Or like I've said to I've said to male friends like, oh, I miss you. But that's like not the way to start a conversation. It's usually like <laughs> like yeah, like it's usually like either mid conversation, right, where they like do something that I'm like, ah. Oh, like that's so I I I forgot that you do that oh I miss you that kind of thing but not like Mm -hmm. I miss your smell (laughs) (laughs) I miss I miss your musk yeah okay just thinking about your musk today okay if you want to go full chaos just like my scroll scroll down (laughs) scroll (laughs) scroll scroll no matter who you are I do not Uh care who you are I do not care if you ovulate or not Mm-hmm. Go down your list, the fifty sixth person on your contacts list. On my contacts, text list. them. Yeah, text them. I'm gonna count this out. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. T- One, okay, text two, them. Three, four, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I'm ovulating right now. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, uh, I really miss 
the sheen of your skin and then see <laughs> see what happens sheen 47, 48, uh, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56. It's Lelon. Hmm. That would be fine. I was just texting with Lelon. That's very okay. like, that's that's like inner circle friend. Okay, hold on. I need to go but down next, my All right, so here. one 56. up is Michael Beaumont, who I do not remember who that is. <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> Beaumont is. Boom, boom. Okay, wait. 56? What the fuck is that? Next one down, Lihia, who was a former building manager. Brand optometry. <laughs> oh, Brandon, another building manager. Amber shares, she texts me now and then actually saying that exact same thing. <laughs> I should do it back. It's rude that I don't. <gasps> oh my God! <laughs> What's your... Do you know who my 56 person is? I'm going to fucking... Puke. I'm gonna 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 puke. Oh no. Oh no. Is it who I think it is? It's my dad. (laughs) (laughs) I at least knew that wasn't gonna happen to me because my dad's name was Walter Kasai. I thought maybe Uh. you had like a shit ton of A's in your in your um phone. Uh-huh. And this was like a former collaborator, I'll say. With <gasps> <laughs> 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 the name starting oh. with an A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Don't oh. do that. <laughs> I'm literally ill. <laughs> I asked Hey, Dad, I miss your sheen. I'm ovulating. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, I will say that if you say that to your dad, it's just like super weird and actually doesn't even sound that sexual. I think he would just be like, he would ignore it. He would just, he would think it was wrong. Fair. I guess I miss your sheen. It's just so weird. It is very weird. Um, There's no way for that not to be just off-putting to anybody you send it to. No. Yeah. <clears throat> no, so I have my dad's n- name in there as dad. So that is why Very he funny. showed up as 56. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Well, anyway, try this at home. <laughs> see see what kind of thing happens for, for you. Yes, this is a screenshot of their response. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll definitely. Okay, quit. please don't actually do this if it's like no. going to get you fired. Or something, you know, or like you feel unsafe speaking to this right, again. <laughs> right. Like if it's if if the if the number is nine one one, and you're gonna be texting nine one one, I miss your sheen. <laughs> well, <clears throat> that's the book. Thank you so yep. much, everybody who listens. Uh, we really, really appreciate you. Um, a special shout out to our Patreon supporters. You help make our show happen. Um, shout out to Patreon producers. Thank you, Carrie Labarski, Rebecca Goss, Jessica Yu, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Keith Anderson, Emma, Brian Petty II, Sersha Descaro, Marco Pavlicic, Katie Lilly, Rashad Black, Gabriella Santiago, Grace Armstrong, Tristan Buckner, Courtney McPhail, Victoria Gray, Sarah, Claire Moore, Randy Klett, Melody, Jeremy Kronk, Jonathan Venable, Sarah Wallen, Mandalay Wolschlager, Kat Miller, Gianna Fernandez, Landry Desmond, Megan Lozier, 
Thoreau Kalahua, Rebecca Knuckles, Karen Lewis, Miranda Hester, Ebony Collins, Emma Murray, Kate Kabala, Katie Goldsner, Christina, Danny, Victoria Beck, Amanda Nangle, Luke Bartek, Ashley Fritz, Sasha Gibson, Miguel Camacho, Aaron Fernandez, Noah Spargo, Molly Marks, Victoria Valdez, Micah Eunice, Laura Hooper, Kelly Burns, and Aaron. Thank you. We really appreciate you. Thank you, you everyone. Hooray! Next week, we are, <laughs> a good name, <laughs> we are covering Truth or Die by Diane Ho. Ooh, that is a good name. Yeah, really good. There's a lot of stuff titled Truth or Die. I believe that. Because it's a good name. Yep. All right. Yep. We'll see you then. Uh, please get vaccinated and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.